Welcome to The Common Rounds. Medical education for medical students by medical students. And welcome to our next episode. So we're continuing on from our um, seronegative um, arthritis talks. And yes. today's topic is going to be about reactive arthritis. Yep. I found this a bit confusing because... Let's define it first. And then I'll, yep. I know, maybe I'll, I'll say why I found it confusing. Yes. Um, and I think other people will probably find this pretty confusing as well. So mm. how do you, what, what's the definition of reactive arthritis? Okay, so one of the things is that reactive arthritis is a arthritis that follows an infection. But an, another way that rheumatologists can define it is a seronegative spondyloarthropathy or like a uh, arthritis yeah. that occurs that where the patient has a peripheral arthritis for more than one month duration accompanied by one or more extra articular manifestations, which we'll go through, um, that appear shortly after particular infections, mm. certain infections in the GI tract or the genital urinary tract. So exactly. I guess the rea- reactive describes a reaction to certain infections. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So and what I found confusing was yes. this term reactive arthritis. I was getting it confused with infective arthritis, where the joints are infected. But the key distinguishing point is this is a sterile joint. And it's due to, like you mentioned, mm. following uh, it's the body reacting to this previous infection that you've had mm. and having this sort of joint problems. Mm. And I wasn't able to find out why that's the case. Maybe you can mention a little bit on, on mm. the pathogenesis of it um, yeah. um, now. Mm. But So what is the, you know, so obviously an infection happens. And what, what are the, some of the organisms and causes of infection um, associated yep. with this? So in the GI tract, we've got Shigella, Salmonella, Campylobacter. Um, these are some of the important causes or like important uh, infective agents that we need to look out for. Um, in the genital urinary tract, uh, they mention chlamydia as well as other mycoplasma species. That's right. Mm. But, you know, I wasn't able to actually understand. So how does the body react mm. uh, to, you know, why does this infection happen, particularly for these organisms? I think you said that you they, mm. they, there might be some DNA issues. Or So what they've... Or I, so as you mentioned, the important distinction is that these bacteria aren't growing inside the joint mm. um so it's that's why it's called a sterile arthritis so reactive arthritis is not infective arthritis but what they but um a, a book that we were reading um mentioned that the back there were bacterial antigens and bacterial dna that have been found in the inflamed synovium of the affected joints which suggests that there is a uh, antigenic material of the bacteria that is driving this inflammatory process that is occurring in the arthritis but the bacteria itself isn't growing in it. Yep. So we mm. need to iterate. Maybe there's these antigens there, mm. but once you culture it, the bacteria is not there. It's probably just residual antigens that were there from before. Possibly, yeah. Um, and who who do you tend to see this commonly in? You would find it in uh, possibly males more than females, mm. but I guess it's just people who are prevalent in developing the particular infections. Yep. Yeah, I, exactly. Um, and there's, I think, some yeah. genetic associations as well. I, I think yes. HLA B27, which was also mentioned in the spondylitis, yeah, spondylitis yeah. as well. It comes up here again as well. Yes. And I think it, uh, the actual spine can also be affected greater and more so mm. than peripheral um, joints in patients with this mm. um, uh, genetic um, characteristic as well. Yeah. So what are some of the signs and symptoms in, in patients with seronegative um, mm. arthritis? So with reactive arthritis, the key symptom, signs and symptoms is this. One of this thing is a, a triad of symptoms. And uh, so it is the urethritis arthritis as well as conjunctivitis these yeah. three things so one of the um 
I guess the funnier phrases that we came across was this phrase called can't see, can't pee, and can't climb a tree. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got conjunctivitis, you've got urethritis, as well as you've got arthritis developing um, possibly in the lower limbs. And that's one of the key hallmarks signs of reactive arthritis. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And we should mention that if a patient presents with an infection, you're di- you know you're probably leaning towards more of an infective joint than than a um, mm. sero you know reactive arthritis type picture. Mm. So often patients present once their infection has resolved, mm. and they can have you know musculoskeletal symptoms which are asymmetric in nature. They can mm. also have spondylitis, Achilles tendonitis, mm. plantar fasciitis, and dactylitis. So dac- another name for dactylitis, dactylitis is sausage fingers. <laughs> <laughs> to put it. Simply, um, yeah. yeah, your fingers just get so inflamed that they yeah. look like sausages. Ah. Um, now, you mentioned ophthalmic features as well. So, what can you remind me what the ophthalmic features were? Yeah, so that was the conjunctivitis. Yeah. Um, that, that mainly presents, I believe. Yeah, and I think inflammation mm. of the iris as well oh. can be seen in some patients. Sure. Can you get skin manifestations as well? Yes, and so they can occur in different regions. So for uncircumcised males, you can actually get this thing called a blenitis circinata. And so I think it is a a painless superficial ulceration on the glands of the penis. That doesn't sound very pleasant at all. Um, And then you can have this other thing called a keratoderma blenorat. That's, this is a nice one, yeah. Sorry, so I, I have no I think Blenorhagicam okay. or some, some variation on that. But I think the whole point is that this, again, like all yep. other conditions can affect, have extra um, joint mm. manifestations as well. Mm. And in this condition, it's, you know, the keratoderma um, Blenorhagicam, I think, yep. is referring to hyperkeratic skin lesions on the palms and the soles <laughs> of the, the yep. feet. Can you have other sort of manifestations? Um Yes, so they've also got the uh, gastrointestinal yeah. symptoms such as oral ulcers as well as um, diarrhea. But we've also mentioned the urethritis, um, so the infection of the urethra, uh, which can, uh, as well as other cervicitis as well in females mm. that could occur as well. Yeah, but that's again, mm. you know, this is inflammation of, of the area, but it's not mm. necessarily due to bacteria being present at that site. Yes. So if you suspect this, mm. what are some of the investigations that are recommended? Mm. So I think one would, thing would be a clinical picture plus laboratory tests would yeah. be quite important. Um, so a good history, I guess. And, yes. And what's, you know, finding out when they got this infection, what type of infection it was. Mm. And what it, they did, how they managed it. Mm. Yeah. Um, you'd also do blood works. You would um, look at their... Uh, Full blood count. Full blood count, yeah. yeah. Look at their, um, their whether if they've got anemia. Um, so I you, guess you do that because you you want to rule out chronic anemia or chronic disease and things like that true. in this patient very, as well. Yeah. Very true. And also you look at the leukocytes, so you try and distinguish it from a reactive uh, reactive arthritis from a uh, infective arthritis. Yeah. Because you want to see whether if there's actually um, the... White blood cells go up because, <laughs> yes. of, the, because of an infection. <laughs> I'm losing words today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also you look for like sterile cultures. Yeah. So um, you aspirate the joint, grow yes. it. If nothing happens, then you're probably more likely it's going to be a sterile. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's, a, it's going to be a reactive as opposed to an infective cause. Yeah. Um, and how do you treat it? Uh, so... Well, you can use antibiotics for non-articular infections, so not to treat the in, uh, the joints particularly, but more the actual infection possibly itself. Because um, I think some people can have chronic infections as well, so you want to mm. treat that chronic infection. Yes. Um, what else? Um, you can have NSAIDs to manage the pain, yep. uh, physiotherapy exercise. Uh, you can have 
joint uh, local therapy for example um, just local protection of the joints um, intra-articular steroid injections to reduce any inflammation yeah um, but there's also some systemic therapies as yeah. well aren't there i think yeah corticosteroids you know mm-hmm. which is seems to be the mainstay for everything yeah um you know dmards uh, or immunosuppressants for example like yeah. methotrexate and esophosalazine may be valuable mm-hmm. uh, but i'm not sure how commonly that's given yeah. but ultimately i think it's a self-limiting in you know presentation and if patients, you know, with, with conservative management, patients tend to improve within, you know, three to six months. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it can be quite debilitating. So that's why you want to manage the symptoms with things like NSAIDs and maybe steroids if they can't really mobilize. Yep. But unfortunately, a very small percentage of patients, that can become a chronic issue. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably where your immunosuppressants are then more important. Yep. Um, is there anything else you want to add? No, I think that's um, that's probably it with reactive arthritis and just make sure, once again, to distinguish it from in your mind from an infectious arthritis. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, yeah, another short episode to, um, today. We've mm. got one more seronegative um, uh, disorder to talk about and then yep. we'll move on to some of the other disorders that are really interesting as well, like osteo, um, osteoarthritis and gout. Cool. So, yeah, stay tuned. Yep. Thank Thanks. you. Our episode today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our co-editor Cindy. For notes, elective experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to The Common Rounds. I'm Hamid. And I'm Andy. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.